All right, everybody, how are we doing? It's November 9th, Thursday. Happy afternoon. Um, I just got back from the dentist, and my my mouth is still a little numb. And sorry if I'm talking a little bit uh, weird. I don't know. It doesn't sound all that weird to me. But anyway, uh, today on the podcast, I have the lovely Sarah Hagen. You may remember Sarah Hagen was on the show back way back when. I don't even know what number episode it was, but uh, she used to work for Zildjian Symbols. She was uh, the artist rep and, um, you know, that, that might not even be the right title, but uh, she was an important part of Zildjian and the community of artists there and uh, uh, just an overall fantastic human being. She has now moved on to... Uh, having her own symbol company called Royal Symbols. And it was lovely to have this conversation with Sarah and have her back on the show. It's fantastic. Uh, but before we get to the episode, I'm very excited because I just sent off my very first single mix to be mastered, which is crazy for me to think about. I started this uh, goal at the beginning of the year to finally release some of my own music and it's going to happen. So it's it's done, it's mixed, and uh, it just needs to be mastered. So I literally just sent over the song right before I started recording this today. So that is a thing. And that's going to be released to uh, patrons on Patreon first before it is uh, uploaded and sent over to the masses. I don't have a release date yet, but I'm assuming it's going to be in early December so I can get some photos together, some artwork and all that stuff, not make a huge deal of it, but it's going to be out there in the world and I could not be more excited. Before we get to the episode, a couple things to say here after the gigpod.com, go get your merch. There's t-shirts. There's all kinds of great stuff there. There's mugs, there's sweatshirts. It's getting cold outside. I know I need to get another one. I have the tricolor, um, after the gig, after the gig, after the gig, three times there. Um, and it's one of my most favoritest sweatshirts to wear. It's very comfy, very warm, very super awesome. And uh, yeah, go check out that stuff. And um, also, Carbon Leaf will be in Burlington, Vermont tomorrow night, which is November 10th, which also happens to be my birthday. Tomorrow, November 10th is my birthday uh we'll be up in burlington tomorrow night and then we'll also be in uh portland portland maine on saturday night playing the portland house of music which is the first time that i've played there um we've been at one longfellow square the last couple of years and uh before that port city music hall which has is no more but uh, very excited to play the Portland House of Music this weekend as well. So if you're coming out to the show, um, say hello, say hi, and I hope you enjoy it. But without further ado, let's get into it. This is my conversation with the great Sarah Hagen. Let's 
see you. It's been it's been a long time. A lot has changed. Lots happened. A lot. <laughs> a oh lot. man! Like everything has changed. So the it's last time, though. I'm trying to think. Like the last time that um, that I had like reached out to you, you were still at Zildjian, and it was right right like as the pandemic was happening. Because mm-hmm. I remember we were like going out for a tour. I was like, hey, I should hit up Sarah and, you know, kind of see because uh, I wanted to get a couple of things, buy a couple of symbols. I wanted your recommendations. And um, and you're like, oh, well, they're not doing anything in the in the factory right now because of of covid or whatever. I was like, oh, yo, oh, I'll see it maybe in a couple of weeks or something. And then mm-hmm. three years later. Mm-hmm. So you've been you left Zildjian. You, yes. You started a podcast. Yes. And now you're starting a symbol company. Mm-hmm. Or started a symbol company. Yes. Yeah. It's been um it's it's been three months. So what first of all, what led to you leaving uh Zildjian in, over the, the pandemic where you know, what what were the changes that were happening there that led you to do that? Well, yeah, it it, it was not my choice actually. Um but, you know, the, the pandemic really changed everything. Okay. It, it changed the, our whole industry, really, in so many ways. And, um, yeah, so I had been at Zildjian for 16 years at that point. Oh. It was August of 2020. And so we were, like, kind of right in the middle of the pandemic. Things were still pretty, like, hot. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, um, our industry was was pretty, uh, pretty wrecked at that point. And, um, yeah, so just like a lot of companies, Zildjian made some changes, um, you know, pandemic changes and, um, yeah, there were, there were a group of us that were let go in, in August of 2020. Um, and you know, it was, it was a shock to me for sure. It was, um, a period of time where all of, there was just kind of a small group of us that were kept on. Okay. Uh, as essential employees, you know, like a skeleton um, staff. Yes. It, yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it was it was definitely kind of one of those things where I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, now now what do I do? Because sixteen years is a long time at a company, and um, and <clears throat> also our industry was like really really in a shaky situation at that point um so how, I, how bad how bad was that situation like was just like no one was buying symbols or it, no no shows like because i it's almost it's almost like even if and this is very naive of me because even if there's no shows going on you would mm-hmm. think that still you know people are ordering stuff or, or like taking up yeah. new hobbies and but you know but yes that's a little naive, I guess. Well, no, 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 it's not. It's not naive at all, at all whatsoever. Um, the perf- the 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 professional, like uh, being a professional drummer or musician side of the industry was mm-hmm. hit hard, right? So yeah. everyone's not touring. Everything's canceled. Recording studios are closed, and um, album schedules are changed, and no one can leave the country. And so right. it was. It was like for. Prof- professional musicians a really really devastating time and yeah in a time where like 
really no one knew what was going to happen, where things were going to go. Will we ever go to a, a concert again? You know, that was a question that was brought up a lot. It was it was a, sh a scary time for sure. Um, I think for manufacturers of musical instruments, it actually was a bit of a boom. Mm. Um, although people couldn't go into stores and buy product and um, people, you know, companies weren't manufacturing at the speed that they had been. Um, and a lot of companies were shut down for a period of time. And there were definitely like uh, supply chain issues for a lot of companies getting the materials they needed to make what they needed to make. However, on the retail side of things, especially online, it was booming. Um, I know Sweetwater in particular, I oh, remember yeah. their growth was just incredible. Online lessons were going off the charts. Um, so things like that were, were really having a boom. Um, but I think for a lot of manufacturers, it was scary. It was a scary time because of the uncertainty, like what is going to happen? What if we don't get our materials? Um, we have all these orders that we can't fill. Um, and I'm not talking about Zildjian in particular. It was a lot, a lot of companies were having a, that problem. We have all these yeah. orders, but we can't fill them because we don't have the materials or we're not able to work at a normal production schedule. So that was like I, every industry. It know, was. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, you know, not speaking just for the music industry, I think so many industries were were just put in a very precarious situation and very uncertain. And, you know, so I think that was that was really what happened. It was a really uncertain time. And it was like, what do we do? Where are we going here? Um, and, you know, just speaking about Zildjian in particular, there had just been change, you know, and, and companies change and and evolve over time and and all of that. So, um, you know, I loved my time at Zildjian. You know that everybody knows that it was it was yeah. wonderful. But for me in particular, it was this kind of moment of, OK, what who am I? <laughs> you know, like, where do I go from here? What do I do? Um, for me, I started a consulting company pretty much right away. I think it was like two weeks later because um, I just didn't I didn't want to wait or have the downtime. I'm not like a downtime person. So Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, I imagine I there was a bit of of like not not panic, but just like, all right, let's figure we got to figure this out. You know? Yes. Yeah. Let's figure it out and figure it out quick because, you know nothing like i i have a family and yeah. you know things to think about and all the stuff that everybody <laughs> has to deal with you know it's... absolutely yes absolutely um and it actually was an amazing time for me personally because i was able to branch out a lot and do a lot of the things that i really hadn't had a chance to do work with a lot of companies that i hadn't had a chance to work with before and um do a ton of consulting and so what was that like for you the the consulting the consulting was so great i um right away started working with ludwig oh, on great. a project and i i worked with them on a year-long project which was great um consulted on actually creating apparel with them but then a bunch of other things kind of like you know spurred from that so that was fantastic um cool and I worked with Russ Miller to launch his GrooveX percussion company. And that was so much fun. That's like, you know, hel helping to kind of get a company off the ground, create a roster and 
create products and, you right. know, be kind of on the the ground floor of that. Um, one of the things that I loved at Zildjian was product development. So mm-hmm. having a chance to work with Ross, who has, you know, great vision on things and he's just great to work with. So um, we had fun with that. I wrote an article for Modern Drummer, um, started the podcast, which was, it kind of came out of... Um, everyone's home and I'm having all of these conversations with these artists and we're laughing together and we're crying together and we're, you know, trying to figure out where things are going together. And so I Mm -hmm. thought this is a great opportunity to get these captured, you know, for, for other people to listen to. And I felt like the messages that were going to be put out would be valuable to others. So, um, so that's been great and it's kind of slowing a little bit because of the symbol company, but right. <clears throat> you know, just um, just kind of keeping all the balls in the air. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a lot. So, like, and especially with those conversations, like, I listened to a couple of them, and like, it's cool to see what those that caliber of drummer and those artists were up to in that yeah. in that period of time, and like, kind of what everybody was doing, you know, and yes. and uh, and I I think it was really cool that you did that. It's it's awesome. Thank you. Hopefully people will go back and listen to listen to everything or, you know, going forward, if you continue to do it after you're you're done, you know, conquering the symbol world, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So what's this like? Is it is like I imagine it was incredibly valuable for these companies to talk to you and get that expertise that you've had over the last 16 years at Zildjian. And now going forward with with the tell me a little bit about the symbol company and kind of what your um what the mission statement is like what kind of symbols you're making who you're making them for um and kind of just those things just just go off just riff all right i I could do that for sure um so you know paul francis and i work together at zildjian of course um Mm -hmm. I in artist relations and Paul in research and development. And we were both on the sound team together, product development, um, the R&D team. And we had so much fun making sounds for artists. Uh, There was a lot of what we did. And a lot of production models came out of those projects. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. I always felt like the artists are really on the front line of sound. Always, right? They know what's happening. So one of the things that we loved was talking with artists about what they're hearing, what they're needing for their music, Mm -hmm. for their recordings. I would love when an artist would call and say, you know, I have this recording. I love this cymbal sound. I don't know what it is, but I need this sound. And Mm -hmm. for me, that was like the best challenge, you know, figure out what this is. Do we have it? And if we don't have it, can we make it? Mm-hmm. And so um, I would kind of translate that to Paul and he would make whatever was needed. And I was always so fascinated by the fact that in a couple days time, he could have a product that sounded like what I was describing or what the artist was describing or what we were hearing in that in that sound clip. And um, so, you know, after Zildjian... I missed symbols. Of course, it's my passion. I love it. Um, And I felt like we, you know, we could do that. We felt like we could do that for the world. What we were doing for artists, we could do for the world because 
the the average drummer out there also needs a particular sound. And you know, if you get something in your head and you feel like that's what you're hearing, you want you want that that ability to make that sound. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. We're we are bringing uh, the option of having custom symbols to the public, um, having something, either a sound created from something you're hearing in your head or from a clip from music or um, a recreation. We have a lot of drummers coming to us who have symbols that are, you know, special to them. Sound wise, they want another one so they can take it on a gig where they're not worried about anything yeah. happening to their prized, you know, symbol. Um, and so that is really what we're trying to do. Just get the sound out there to the drummers. Anything that you're hearing, we can make and we can recreate. And um, that's incredible. And, yeah. And it's it's been unbelievable. The 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 reception in the industry has been incredible. Um and then we also have, you know, models that we're making that uh, everything's handmade, hand hammered, lathed. Um, the two of us, it's just the two of us right now. So <laughs> so you're you're making symbols. Yeah. Yep. Paul That's and badass. I are sitting across from each other at Anvil's hammering symbols. And that is badass. Yeah. It's it's been incredible. And, you know, we look at each other and we're just like, can you believe we're doing this? Like, yeah. It's just, it's absolutely what we have to be doing. And mm. we're just, we're really, really happy. Yeah. I mean, you, that brings up like a really cool point because I have, I have chased sounds like, you know, whether it's something that I want at home or when I'm recording or if I'm on the road or if I'm in a show or if I'm like, playing with different types of artists like you mm -hmm. have you have kind of like your toolkit like your symbol bag or whatever that you take out things you're comfortable with bringing out on the road mm -hmm. and and then you have different singers or different guitar tones that go with that you know maybe a symbol that was working really well with something else isn't quite cutting through but you don't want something too bright you want it to be like still dark, but kind of get through the mix and decay and go away fast or something, you know, yes, yes. like those kinds of things, those kinds of things, like offering a service like that, that I can make that type of description to you. And then you'd be like, okay, well, you're going to want, you know, something thinner or you want, you know, whatever. Yes. And, and having that option is really cool. And I never Thank even, you. I never even thought of that as, as something that could be an option because you go through all like the lines and you're like oh well if i don't like the the k constantinople medium thin low for this situation or whatever it is you know that i'm bringing up that symbol because you and you you know <laughs> talked me into that one which i love, I love that i'm gonna I, I'm, love, I have to say something about that in a minute okay go, go ahead <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like if if that symbol like I went I was at um, a drum shop in Nashville last mm -hmm. uh, last uh, October and I was going through and I was on a big Istanbul Agop kick and I have a bunch of them and I like them a lot and but I just couldn't find they didn't have the one that really spoke to me mm -hmm. and 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 I didn't and I played a minor and they have great symbols, but it was just a little too trashy for, for what I mm -hmm. particularly want, whatever they had in, in that shop. So I ended up settling for something that didn't really work 
and you know you pay like 700 bucks for a symbol i know and i that, know and you can't give it back and and, and you're just like all right well this will work for something else but you you end up constantly chasing this this yes, thing you know absolutely and i i worked with so many artists who were chasing a sound mm-hmm. um all the time you know it was like well i really like this like we would we would find something that was really super close, but it just needs a little bit, you know, and that's right. when I would be like, Paul Francis, you know, yeah, <laughs> because, you know, it's so particular. And I just that I like I said, that was my favorite thing. That was my absolute favorite thing was getting that phone call, needing that piece of advice and, um, you know, and there and, and having an artist's confidence in me that I knew what they were talking about. I spoke the language. I could understand exactly what they were saying and what they needed or else, Mm -hmm. or on the other side of it, it was, you know, maybe they didn't have the sound in their head, but they, they needed something to fill a spot on their set on, in their setup. You know, what do you think would work with this array of symbols? And so being able to um, give some advice as far as like what fits well within a sound palette, that was something I always loved too. I just had one of those conversations yesterday, actually. Um, So now to be able to do that and then also cater the symbol to exactly what they're looking for, like to me, that's that's the ultimate thing. And, and I'm happy that we're able to do that at a really good price, you know, too. Like that's, the, one of the things that Paul and I, when we talked about what we want this to be, how we want to structure it, um, making things affordable because symbols are expensive. They're they're super expensive, right? And like you just said, you're going to buy something, you're going to spend hundreds of dollars on it, and you really want to like it. That's important to us. We want to make sure it's really perfect for what you're looking for, yeah, and and that it's affordable, like you know, handmade, hand hammered symbols, you could easily price those out of someone's um, price range. And it's important to us not to do that because ultimately we want these symbols in the hands of drummers who are going to play them and love them, make music with them. You know, I um, heard a recording the other day with one of our symbols on it and it was like magic, you know, like, what better than that? Um, but I have to mention though, twenty-two inch K Constantinople medium thin low. That yeah. was my that was my go-to. That's the jam. Such a great symbol. Um, you have to, yeah, you have to give credit to that symbol. It's so versatile. I, I honestly like that that session that we had at Zildjian was awesome. I I use that stuff constantly. Like um that symbol in particular and the the Karope 22 is is mm-hmm. another really really versatile um symbol that re- that sits very well in a mix. Yes. Um and it's funny because I remember when when we did that I had a particular idea in my head of what I thought what symbol I thought was going to get me the thing that I that I wanted, or maybe yep. I saw on a video or that I heard or, or some other drummer was playing, um, that I had seen. And it ended up being like, not quite that. And, and this was the thing, you know, I was like, Oh, that's what create, you know, that's what does that. So yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so, I mean, it's so personal. It's such a personal thing. It really, really is. Um, you know, and I, I would spend hours, 
I would spend hours in in the the vault with artists just kind of tailoring the sound because um you don't want to be rushed like like you said you came in there having an idea in your head of what you were looking for and it might have taken some time to really like hear a whole bunch of things to understand mm -hmm. what exactly you needed um so that was something that was super important to me like like let's give the time to that process because it's incredibly important yeah. um and you're going to come away from that with with products that make music and there's like nothing better than that yeah now if a drummer came into a situation like that like you know an ash or you know ash stone or, or mm -hmm. some, something like that would would you have a you know what type of stuff that he plays yes but do you have like a particular would you ever come up with an idea be like hey ash like this thing here with the way you play this try this thing out you know yes. that that 100%. would be 100 cool. percent okay yeah as soon as as soon as a new symbol would be developed um, that was part of my job was figuring out, well, in the process, really, like, first of all, who should see and hear prototypes of this and give feedback, because yeah. that's always important. Um, and then who whose sound does this fit? Um, who would play this? Who would promote it? You know, you need need the promotion to go along with a new product release. Um, and I, I think that way now, you know, Paul and yeah. I are we have, you know, standard kind of models that we've um, created and that we're working on. And um, but we also are, you know, innovation is so huge to us. So we're talking about what we're doing into the future and what we want to do this year and next year and, you know, new sounds. And, and also talking with drummers is such an important way to, like, find out where sound is going. And right. there's always a pattern. There's always a, you know... Uh, well, everyone's going toward big, dark, washy. Now everyone's going toward, you know, paring down a little bit smaller. Symbols are getting louder again, which is really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, bigger bells are our drummers want, you know, some bigger bells now. And um, really? it's really interesting, right? A little bit yeah. away from like the drier darker washier so yeah um yeah there are trends a hundred percent and it's um it's an interesting thing to follow those and then also to make sure that like you know we're offering the right stuff for for the mix basically right yeah that, that's so interesting because i it, i feel like this big washy thing has been the thing for for a long been a time. long time it's been yeah. a long time and the trashy dry stuff it feels to me like it kind of came and went with with a particular type of music and people aren't really people are using it more as complementary style mm -hmm. symbols than than their kind of go to stuff. And then I saw like ride symbols went away completely for certain music like pop music. You don't even see a ride symbol out there for for, <laughs> right. for, for, for some not everybody, obviously, but for yeah. some people, I'm like, where's the ride symbol? You know, right, right. Yeah. yeah Lars but, Ulrich, right. No ride. Yeah, symbol. totally. Totally. I yeah. saw a video on Instagram of uh, someone uh playing a bunch of metallica songs but you the snare drum was like a beer keg and, <laughs> and it sounded and he was playing it with a baseball bat like a metal bat and it oh sound, my gosh it sounded incredible it was, it was really <laughs> cool yeah i'm gonna have should, to look that one up you should try to find that one yeah 
Um, so you you were recently at what it was a Nashville trade show uh, symbol show? Which one was that? I was um I was at the Chicago drum Chicago. show. That was like our first trade show together with Royal Symbols, and man, it was incredible. How did it like, go for you? How do you feel it went? It was so it couldn't I couldn't have gone better. That's um, awesome. It was like I was saying, the reception in the industry has been amazing. And it was a real like um, I never been to the show before, so I really yeah. didn't know what to expect. Um, it was really heavy on independent symbol makers, which was awesome. So meeting all of these really, really great independent symbol makers um, you know, Tim Roberts was there and I, I, I feel like I'm going to like leave people out and I don't want to do that. But Nikki Moon was there and it was um, Dave Collingwood. Like it it was so super cool just to be around everybody and mm -hmm. hear their product and have them come over. Oh, I think I'm glitching right now. I apologize. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if you can hear my audio. Okay. I can hear um, your audio fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. But yeah. So it was um, it was super cool to like hear all the product, have everyone come to our booth and hear our product, talk talk about all the things that we do and you know the things that um the techniques that we use because everyone's different everybody uses you know their lathes are different the way that they hammer the sequence of hammering um you know top and bottom popping it into shape how that's done it was just it was super super cool i loved that so much um and then also you know just being around it's like a this this industry this drum industry is like a family i always say that but yeah. being around all these people some who i hadn't seen since before the pandemic um so like catching up with everybody was awesome right. um but we sold a bunch of symbols we had so much incredible feedback on everything it was it was just amazing um and, you know, one of the things that we did that that's important, I think, is bring a mix of symbols that's that's right for the show, you know. Mm -hmm. So like the mix of what we'll bring to the Music City Drum Show in Nashville is going to be different. Um, okay. We'll have some different models, some new things um, that we've been working on. So it's uh, yeah, it'll be a little bit more, like more catered to that area. And it's I cool can't wait for you that. Can pivot, you can pivot on these things and just like make a a couple of new symbols like we need something that sounds like this you know or mm -hmm. listen to some records of people in nashville and be like hey that this sound is like that we need to offer this type of thing and you can just make it <laughs> it's yeah like, it's yes. super cool exactly and that's that's the you know that's what we did for so many years that was something you know the there was a sound there was mm -hmm. like a sound need out of different areas um of course you like nashville is so diverse in all the musical genres now right. um but i know what my friends in nashville play you know right. and i know that there i would get the call all the time for very particular symbols so um that's one of the things that i think is like a strong point for us because we have that knowledge and that experience and um you know, and we just we are aware of what the need is. So um, and and kind of like being able to make those sounds hand hammered. Um, everything's everything's really custom. So we have if we have a model, one to the next is going to be it'll be the same model. It'll have the same qualities, but it's going to sound custom. 
Yeah. Does every symbol turn into something? Is there any time where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to make this specific type of symbol, and then you're like, I hammered this one a little bit too much? Or, you know, is there anything that does that happen? You know what? The, the best part is that if you hammer something a little more than the last one, it's just going to have, you know, a just a different sound, you know, right. and it won't. There's you could you could mess up a symbol, right? You could do something that you're just like, OK, I've overworked it. Sometimes you can overwork a symbol. That's one thing that mm -hmm. um, Paul has been so great about, like leading the the symbol making and and teaching and all of that right so you don't want to you don't want to over hammer you don't want to pop it in and out of shape too many times and overwork the metal basically okay. um but the great thing is that people love drummers love different sounds so you're never going to rarely are you going to make something that no one would ever want to hear right you know okay. so so there are certain things where like all right we're you know we're going to get this in this particular ballpark and then we're going to hammer until we get the thing that we want. That's a, probably a gross oversimplification of it. No, but, but. Yeah, that that is that is basically how it's done. And I, I, you know, I'm really amazed every day at what Paul does with yeah. metal. You know, I he's he has an engineering degree, of course, but his symbol making experience combined with that engineering mindset is it's incredible to watch. Um and when he started hammering symbols, he was like, all right, let's see what what comes of this, like yeah. what happens. And I always had the total confidence in him to to do to make incredible instruments no matter what. Um, but he, again, he amazes me every day. I'm just like he, he'll OK, this one's done and he plays it. And I'm just like my mind is blown all the time. That's that, awesome that we're doing this. Yeah. One thing that I'm I'm a little confused about is that I see it's is it royal symbols or symbol craftsmen? Yes. Because I see the two so, the two different things. The two logos. Um so Paul made he started hand making symbols in his garage, right? So um he didn't he, he had an order for symbols. Um Steve Maxwell placed the first order. Awesome. Uh you know, amazing Steve Maxwell in Chicago, the Chicago store placed the first order of symbols from Paul. So he had this order for symbols and he was like, I don't know what to call them. Like, the, you know, I'm, <laughs> it's so fast. So um, he used his Instagram handle, which was symbol craftsman. Cool. So, and he had um, a colleague of his who is a graphic designer, incredible graphic designer. Um, Tim Coletti is his name. He created the symbol craftsman logo. Yeah. I like it. Paul I like the to, kind of calligraphy look. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he, so Paul started just making symbols under the Symbol Craftsman logo. Um, when we talked about starting a business together, there was a period of time that we needed to wait until we could do that. And so he he was like, you know what, I'll, I'll make symbols under the Symbol Craftsman logo and we'll see how it goes. And of course, I have my consulting thing going on and he's doing consulting. So we both had a lot going on. But when we were able to really launch the business together, Royal Symbols was like the going to be the name so right symbol craftsman is our darker uh custom made uh custom shop basically so if you okay. want a custom symbol if you order a custom symbol it's going to come with a symbol craftsman logo on it 
but but royal crown and royal on the bottom and it's so royal symbols is the company um we also have standard royal models but moving forward it'll be more clear we just kind of had to like back into the situation yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. for the company so like at the nashville drum show it'll be all branded royal symbols and you know it'll be clear what symbol craftsman is yeah awesome very cool yeah. Um, so now if someone wants to place a symbol order, how do they go about doing that? So info at royalsymbols.com is I... the is the email address. We get a lot of requests through Instagram, but I try to send Push everyone them. to the email <laughs> so yeah. that we don't lose anybody because Instagram is crazy and it's just there's a lot of contact there. So if you yeah. are looking for a custom symbol order, info at royalsymbols.com. And then what we do is set up a phone call because we want to hear exactly what's needed. Um, it's fun because we document the process and, you know, send photos and all yeah. of that. Um, we have a little bit of a waiting period. So we are we are catching up on custom symbol orders right now and through basically this month. Um, nice. but, but yeah, so if anyone is looking so for cool. something... The other thing that we do, um, and Paul does this, is modifications. So oh. if you have a symbol you're not happy with, and I think we all do, at least one symbol that we're like, oh, I'm never As I was play just this. explaining. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> my my $700 right? sit, in, sit in the bag symbol. Exactly. So that's one thing that, um, that we've been doing is taking modification orders. And that's been going so great. And everyone has been so incredibly happy. That's really um, interesting. That's a cool that's a cool thing. Yes, it is really cool. I love that. Here's something. Um, so, yes. I'm just going to pull from examples of my own bag, but um the I have I have two uh super thin or ultra thin hammered minel crashes, 20-inch crashes. Mhm. Mm and they're both cracked. So, one of them's cracked kind of go not quite around the bell, but like right in the middle, but going kind of in a circular motion. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything I can do to save it other than maybe drilling into each side. Yeah. But the symbol sounds so good that it's like, I know that it's good. I just know that it's going to die at some point. <laughs> you know, it's going to turn into a splash or something. Yes. Um, But I bought a second one and... I was playing a gig at Lookout Farm in Natick, Massachusetts last summer, mm -hmm. and I don't, I don't screwed, I don't put uh, um, wing nuts on the top of my cymbal set. I just leave it open because I don't okay. hit hard enough to to warrant it coming off. But it was a particularly windy day. Oh no! And I set everything up. It was maybe the first or second gig with this cymbal. The thing flies off, and falls on the side of the, of, a, of the stage onto like the only spot that had this piece of metal sticking up and it went boom cracked it oh no yeah and now the crack is just going up into the middle what would you do in that situation to save to save that symbol you know or what should that, i do that is a tough one <laughs> um so the one it's like you're the screwed <laughs> <laughs> right, I know it is. It is tough, but the one that you—I mean, there's a few things that you could do. Um, 
you could cut it down if there's enough left of the symbol to make a decent sound. Um, if it still sounds good, you could just play it until it does die. And then yeah. you, you know that sound as soon as it dies, you know the sound. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, it's done. It starts um, to sizzle more than, than shimmer. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can just hear it. It sounds like there's a ribbon in it, basically. Exactly, yeah. Um, or you could turn it into a stack because... That's not know, a bad idea. I I always say, like, some of the best stacks are made out of broken symbols. And Thomas Pridgen would agree with us. Um, you know, it, totally. it, it there is an option there to turn it in, into a stack. And... As far as stacks go, I put a lot together in the past couple of decades, but um, I really, I really encourage people to experiment with different combinations. Like you could even put the two of those on top of each other and see it, what what that sounds like. Yeah. Put a splash underneath one of them. Um, you know, three symbols together. Even you might have to put a wing nut on at that point. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and and also like as far as as far as the wing nuts go, like experiment with tightening it down at different levels and see what sound you're going to get out of it. But you can make a nice effect sound out of a broken symbol or a yeah. couple. Uh, it was so dis- it was like it was so disappointing. I know. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I really like people send me crack symbol pictures all the time, and I'm just like, oh, it's painful. Yeah. Um, because I know. Nothing and not, not that I not that I crack symbols all the time, but it just is one of those things where you're it's so disappointing. <laughs> I I've only cracked like a couple of symbols in my in my life. So like mm-hmm. that one in particular was just this, you know, I must I must have said something bad to someone. I had some kind of bad karma coming my way. But that was oh. like the first gig with it. <laughs> it was like, oh, my God. Oh, that is so, yeah, that is, that is rough. The other thing too, is that if you just buy a symbol, a lot of times it can be under warranty, you know, and I, and some things happen sometimes. I'm not saying like abuse the symbol and send it back, but (laughs) I'm saying like, you know, there are, there are things that happen in the manufacturing process that, that do lead to weaknesses in the metal. And so there, all the companies have manufacturing uh warranties so right um have you had any any drummers from zildjian that have been have have made the switch over to you guys that that are are toying with that idea and that are open to it you know right now we do not have an artist endorsement process we're a you know program um we're just the two of us or at least just ordering symbols you know yeah yeah absolutely well you know the and it's not I, I, you know, we're not going after artists or anything like that. And we're not we're not going after artists in particular or anything. But there are definitely like situations where someone needs something in particular, needs a particular sound yeah. um, that that has come up for sure. Um, and, you know, just drummers in general are asking for that, asking for for something like a custom something or other that they need for whatever they're whatever they're playing. Um, but yeah, it's, it it is, I get that question a lot. Um, and for us right now, we're just like happy making custom symbols and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see where the future goes, but, um, and I, of course, you know how much I love, I love drummers and artists and all of that stuff. And I would, I would right now, you know, want to have like the best artists playing our product, but 
But right now we're just kind of focus on focusing on that kind of custom symbol world and the symbol sounds that are needed out there and and making sure that like the average drummer can like get that treatment as well. Yeah. And and you know, Royal Symbols was kind of born out of that idea of treating everyone like drumming royalty because drummers deserve it. That's awesome. Um that's I mean that's a great I think that's a great part to great way to end it here. Drummers deserve it. <laughs> Drummers deserve it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean you kind you kind of touched on it. I can always take this out at the end, but uh, you kind of touched on it before, but you want to do you see yourself having the the line like particular lines of symbols the way that you know most traditional companies do um once once you kind of see your repertoire as far as what people want with custom symbols you see yourselves being like all right this one's particularly doing well maybe we should make a line of these you know absolutely so right now we have what we have right now are kind of standard lines. So the royal models are brighter, um, okay. bigger bells. They're brighter. They project more. Um, the symbol craftsman models are kind of the darker, jazzier uh, style for sure. We have some things we're working on. We have we do have some dry, drier royal models. Um, we're working on some uh, symbols right now. Um, that will be kind of a, a like a middle point between the two. And so there's like a little bit of a bridge there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we one of the things that we've been doing is not only like customizing symbols for individual drummers, but customizing orders for the dealer. So, you know, what drum center of um, Portsmouth needs is different than what um, Steve Maxwell needs in Chicago and it's different than what round sound is looking for. And, you know, so it's, it's been really, really great for us because we're able to kind of pivot and create on the fly and build to order these symbol orders. If someone wants something for their drum shop, that's different. We're able to make that. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, we say yes, like, yes, we can do that because we can definitely do it. Um, awesome. So, yeah, so right now we do have kind of standard models, but we're also, again, building to order custom for the drum shops, depending on their clients, their customers. That's great. So I have a fall tour coming up in in October. If I mm-hmm. put in an order, will will I be able to get some symbols? Will I be able to oh, buy yes. some symbols before, before uh, like mid-September? Absolutely, you would. Yeah. All right, let's do it. I want a symbol. All right. Really we'll want do it. Info at royalsymbols.com. Info at royalsymbols.com. <laughs> Don't bother me. Don't text me. <laughs> <laughs> you can always. You can always. No one is ever bothering me. I say that all the time. You know, I I encourage the messages and all of that stuff. I always answer. Um, but I just want to make sure if you're looking for a custom order, like it gets to the right place. It gets onto our, you know, we I'm have this, this build sheet and we're making sure that everybody gets the proper attention i'm definitely doing it so i'm 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 i got my eyes on a new ludwig kit new ludwig classic maple kit for this tour awesome i'm just trying to figure out what finish i want because that's that's the you know 
it's that's so hard it's really hard i right now mine is a uh i have the the classic white pearl mm-hmm. um which i love it's fantastic i've been i've had it on the road for like three or four years now mm-hmm. but i want a bigger kick drum so i want i've been using a 20 on the road because it's versatile for all the different things that we do like we do yeah. a lot of private things we do whatever so um as well as big shows and medium-sized shows so I have that. That's great. But I want a 22. I want that. I want that pop. I w- want really want a 20. I really want a 24, but it's too, it's, it's not, it's <laughs> not. Much. Yeah. I have one at home. So, but I, um, I want to do that. And I'm thinking maybe the, the classic black, uh, Marine, per- like the, the Beatles, the Ringo finish. Yeah, that's the what Ring- I was going to say. I know I want one of those too. The Ringo finish. Like it's, it's just so classic. I've wow. always wanted a natural wood finish and, you know, uh, Carter McLean. Mm-hmm. So he has, uh, it's like the, um, uh, it's like the, I don't know, the flamed maple kind of yep. dark, dark wood finish that is absolutely beautiful. So mm-hmm. I'm between that and the Ringo finish. I don't really know, but it's a that choice. I just got a sugar maple, uh, a sugar percussion snare drum, which mm-hmm. I, which sounds unbelievable. So now I need some royal symbols to to finish it all, finish it all off. I love it. All right, We've got you covered. Do you have anything else for for the after the gig people? They love they love the last the last time you were on. I, I appreciate you doing this. Again. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, no, I just um, you know, if if uh if anyone needs anything, please reach out. You know, I also it doesn't have to just be symbol ordering or whatever. If you want information on sound options and you know we're we're here awesome thanks sarah you got it thank you all right i'll talk to you soon all right bye thanks so much for listening uh i hope you have a great rest of your day rest of your week all that good stuff um listen to some great music stay tuned for the music after this little spiel that i got here and uh yeah go get that merch at www.afterthegigpod.com Go get those sweatshirts warm up for the winter time and all that good stuff. So, I will see you later. Hopefully there's another announcement about um, about my new single that's going to be coming out relatively soon. I have no other news other than it's currently being mastered as we speak. So, Uh, I am very, very excited, as I mentioned earlier. So, Carbon Leaf in Burlington and Portland, Burlington, Vermont, Portland, Maine this weekend. Hopefully I see you at one of those. And other than that, I'm going to get out of here, guys. All right. See you soon. Enjoy the music.